It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The best reality TV show in America is the NFL. Helmets Off is on. All right, welcome to another episode of Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, your host here. It's uh, it's that time of week where we give some observations from the pocket of things that are happening in the NFL. I find this so fascinating. I find it so fascinating that after three weeks, the Dallas Cowboys are anointed like Super Bowl champions. They are going to go, and they're going to win, and life is going to be amazing. I mean, everyone's like Dak Prescott is just, he's on fire. He's really got things dialed in, and then you've got... You've got Ezekiel Elliott, and we're not going to do Jerry Jones what we did with Emmett Smith and let him sit out and hold out for two games, and you lost those first two games, and then, of course, Emmett Smith comes back, and where did the Cowboys go? To the Super Bowl, and they win it. Jerry Jones not having that. Not this year, so guess what he does? He signs Ezekiel Elliott, and look, the Cowboys look amazing. They got this Kellen Moore, who's a young, hot offensive coordinator, and Jason Garrett, who's been there for 10 years, and now, finally, 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 the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Well, hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. The Cowboys have now lost three in a row. And you watch how they've lost. It's been rather, I, I want to say, almost disastrous. It's like they're kind of in it, but they just can't seem to win a game. And so here's the talk today. And this is what blew me away. We should fire Jason Garrett. And 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 you're and you're scratching your head. I mean, you're really scratching your head because because everyone's like, he's won one playoff game, and he's been there ten years, and he had the great Tony Romo, and now he has Dak Prescott. And I don't think Tony Romo's that great, but uh, and he's 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 comical as a as an announcer, whatever. He's he's unique. I'll just give that, and he's good. I mean, Tony Romo was a good player. I'm I'm not saying he's not. Uh, that's a that's another co- conversation for another time, because I can tell you how NFL players really think about other NFL players, <laughs> and and we're all kind of in reality we're all kind of snotty about it, like like uh, we're 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 not really about giving the other guy his due, and that that's that's the reality. People can say whatever they want, but we're we're just kind of petty as NFL players, and we're also kind of. Um, kind of competitive too like no one's better than we are just how it is that's how you get there okay i'm coming out of that rabbit hole the cowboys for all of this like crazy talk it's six weeks into the season and guess where the cowboys are they're in first place like what looked like them running away from things after all of this craziness they're still in first place now, part of that is because, well, the Washington Redskins are really bad. We don't. We're going to talk about them later, a whole lot later. But the the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles here they are. They're out of this thing. I mean, they're so out of this thing. And and all of a sudden, here are the Philadelphia Eagles. 
they're three and three as well. I mean, they lose this tough game on Monday night a few weeks ago, and they they lost to Minnesota. They're kind, you know, they've just they've kind of been fighting and scrapping and fighting, and and here they are. They're leading the NFC East. So here are these two teams. They're actually tied three and three. And and mind you, three and three isn't anything to write home about. Five and one is much better. And of course, six and zero oh is even better than five and one. Because you know you're all smart about math and how fewer losses is a better thing. But here they've had these struggles, struggle, 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 and yet they're still in the middle of it. Now, Doug Peterson, what does he do? He goes on the radio and he says, "We're going to Dallas and we're going to win the game, and our guys are going to play hard, and we control our own destiny." And I think he's saying it as much for himself, going, "Oh my goodness." With all the crap that's been going on here and, and, and how we've been losing and kind of kind of winning and, and kind of – we totally are in control of our own destiny. I think he said it as much for himself, like, wow, um, we actually might be okay. Because what happens, you're, you're in a season and you're just in the grind. Like, like you're just trying to tread water every week. It's just – it's a grind. Boom, boom. The games just happen and your schedule is so tight and – I kid you not, you start training camp in July, and the first thought you have the first day you go to training camp is, I'm going to blink, and it's going to be Christmas. Because the season, the NFL season, is so regimented, and, and, and it's just week after week after week. In fact, the thing that really messes you up is when you have a bye week, because it's like, what do I do? I don't even know how to react to this, because it's... Because I'm just I'm so into this structure and this schedule. And, and oftentimes, you, you kind of... You lose the big picture of things. And I'm sure Doug Peterson's going, wait a minute. We we control our destiny. And he's probably going, you know, watching the Cowboys lately, we probably are going to beat them because they're kind of terrible right now. Well, of course, guess what this does? Doug Peterson's now gone out publicly and guaranteed that his team's going to win. And, and then Doug Peterson says, look, folks, I didn't guarantee that we were going to win. I just merely said that – I want our team to have confidence. So, yeah, I'm going to tell my team that we're going to go down there and win. And here's here's the difference. He's saying it publicly. And I, I'm kind of shocked that Doug Peterson said this. And, th- and this really is my take on this, is I think, he was, I think he was having a moment of clarity in the grind of the season going, wow, as bad as this has been, we control our own destiny. We beat the Cowboys and – and there we are. We're 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 leading our our division. I think he said it as much because he was shocked. And then all of a sudden he goes, "Wait a minute! You never ever publicly say you're going to beat the other team. I don't care confidence or no confidence. You don't go out there, Doug Peterson, and you know this more than anybody, and tell everyone the world that you're going to go beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys are not taking that as oh Doug is just talking to his team to build confidence in them. They're all like." Yeah, okay, you come to Dallas, we'll show you that, you know, we're serious about it. And, and it's the kind of thing, it's the kind of comment that actually could get the Cowboys back into focus. Like, get them just kind of dialed into, into um, you know, where uh, where they, they were at the beginning of the season. All right, uh, we're going to take a break here. But we're going to come back, and and something happened this week. And and one team won, and I really feel like neither of these teams should have won. I think I think that uh, even what, regardless of what the score said, someone should have just lost. And I'm sorry, both of these teams should have lost. 
I'll explain when we come back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Helmets Off. As I said at the beginning of the show, the NFL is the greatest reality TV program in America. There's nothing that provides more drama and more real, like, just angst than the NFL. And it happens every week. And I love I love this about the NFL. I really do. I, I think it's fascinating to tune into. And, of course, if you're a fan, you're you're just, like, you're tearing your hair out. You're, you're just, you you literally are tearing your hair out every week. You're just, like... Oh, I can't stand these guys. They're morons. They're freaking morons. I hate I hate my team. I hate my team. And then you're just like, oh man, we're awesome. We're we're going to the Super Bowl. And this goes ebbs and flows every single week. And no wonder I'm really, we're all going to the Looney Bin. If if you're a fan of an NFL team, most of them, unless you're it's like the Patriots, they're kind of boring. The the Patriots are they're just boring. They're just they're just the team that has all the money, that is the most attractive, that nothing goes wrong in their life, and and they always win, and everybody hates them, right? They, everyone hates them. They are the uh, epitome of the of the villain, the villain victor, the team that always wins, and you just hate them, all right? Let me give you some more examples here, because I love this stuff. I just I find what I love. I love the media. And I love how the media sits there and it goes, oh, man, this guy. Well, let me just – I'm just going to put it out there. Um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is like – he's playing for the Washington Redskins, who we're going to talk about in a minute. I, I, I'm going to get to the Washington Redskins. They're part of the discussion today. And it's not because they're good and it's not because they won because neither of those things are relevant or important. Kirk Cousins, why did the Washington Redskins not pay him? They were actually pretty good. He played pretty good for them. And they're like, we'll franchise you. We're only going to pay you one year at a time here. Uh, and he said, no, this is this is wrong. So guess what? The Minnesota Vikings go probably overpay for him because they feel like they're a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. They've got an amazing defense. They've got some talent on offense. They just need a quarterback. So they get Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins stinks. He's terrible. He's awful. He's terrible. And 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 now his wide receivers are calling him out. Oh, how dare you know this guy can't throw a ball and hit the broadside of a barn if he's five feet away. I mean, it's that kind of discussion. Now all of a sudden, after this public you know um, flogging of Kirk Cousins from his his team, all of a sudden they've now won two games, and they're only a game out of first place against the Green Bay Packers. And you know what? 
Kirk Cousins is actually playing pretty good. You know what Kirk Cousins said? I love this. I live this. I get it. I know. He goes, I don't listen to you guys. He goes, I don't listen to what's going on on the outside. I, I We pay no attention to that. We don't have time for that. We just focus on what's happening. Now, I'm sure that some of it filters through because like, if all the fans are booing when you're playing, it means they're not happy with how you're playing. FYI. But I love how another person, another guy was just, oh, 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 the Minnesota Vikings are dreaded doom. Now, are they going to make the playoffs? I don't know, because it's still way too early. No one knows. That's the beauty of all this. That's what I'm talking about. The NFL, greatest reality TV on TV. You want another one? Here's another one. I, I really want to tell you this one, because the Browns are two and four. And I'm really happy about that. And why am I happy about that? Because they got this smart-alecky, snot-nosed quarterback who really is kind of just average. He's way overhyped. And everyone talks about, you know, is the one-read quarterback where that guy's not open, I'm just going to run around. And so many guys in college football are being taught that. There's no such thing as a progression or or, or reading a defense or, or staying in the pocket. It's just like, I'm just going to run around barnyard and see if I can make something happen. Well... This is the NFL, and that lasts about five minutes. So stand in the pocket, figure it out. And, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. isn't even any less snotty, by the way. Just sarcastic, um, spoiled millennials. There, I said it. I got a frown from my producer, who's a millennial, by the way, and a Giants fan. So she hates uh, Odell Beckham Jr. because he left. Doesn't matter. Shall I go on? Oh, I shall go on. You want another one? The Rams are 3 and 3, and they started out on fire, and guess who's killing everybody? Who's killing everybody? Are the 49ers. 49ers are undefeated. Undefeated. John Lynch probably looks like a superstar. All right, here's the last thing. And and this is just my common opinion about this this last week in the NFL. You ready for this? It's really sad that the Washington Redskins beat the Miami Dolphins by one point. And I think there should be some kind of, I don't know, exception rule when teams are so anemic and they're so bad that if they do play each other, the final score should not count and they both should just be given a loss and just leave it at that. I, I really do. I think I think that um, um, no one should have won that game. Because these teams are so bad. All right, there you have it. Um, the <laughs> the reality TV drama of the NFL. Stay tuned because it it's going to change. I'm just telling you next week. I know uh, you just watched. In two weeks, this whole thing will have turned around again and again and again. And in two months, it'll it'll change again and again. Except for the freaking New England Patriots because they always win. All right, Helmets Off is now off. We're powered by kslsports.com. Please come visit us there. We love hearing from you. Um, You can also find us on Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. Until then, we'll catch you soon. 